Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. This is Is This Song Good Episode 87. Jimi Hendrix, Dolly Dagger. Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. In today's episode, we are continuing our Is This Song Good series. Theme this time around is posthumously released songs. Dan, why don't you say what that word is? Posthumously. Posthumously released songs. Uh, We're doing Zach's pick this time. Zach, why don't you tell us what you picked and why you picked it? Okay, this week we have uh, Jimi Hendrix's Dolly Dagger. This was a song that he had been working on for his fourth album, uh, at the time of his death in 1970. Apparently, he had intended to do a double album. And so there was quite a bit of material to work with that had been recorded. Um, but then he died and uh, people didn't really know what to do with that material. So they ended up releasing uh, several albums after his death that were various producers and people who had worked with Jimi Hendrix people who knew what, what he wanted and what his style was. And they tried to compile a official fourth album but it i don't think it ever really came to that it was just it was always just them com- compiling just making com- uh, other compilations so the first one was cry of love and uh dolly dagger was not on that uh the second one was voodoo soup that was um uh also uh, that was 1995 and then the third one was uh first rays of the new rising sun which dolly dagger is on and it's much more polished and cleaned up and sounds really good and that's the one we're going to be talking about here but before that they did they did release a rainbow bridge soundtrack which interestingly enough didn't really have any songs from the movie rainbow bridge uh on it and that came out in 1971 and that's that was the first showcase of the song dolly dagger when we decided to do this series of the posthumously released um music uh this this song came up in in searching around just because i think it's a really good Jimi hendrix song it 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 sounds a lot like his his earlier earlier work his other albums i think it's up there with with uh tracks like um hey joe and foxy lady uh i i in some ways it kind of it makes me think of sort of like a like a theme song for like a uh 1970s action cop TV show or something like that. <laughs> uh, I feel like it could have worked work with in that way. Uh, I really like the soloing, the, his soloing work on it, uh, and um, and I think it's got uh, pretty decent bass work as well. Uh, overall, I think it's a pretty interesting song. I, I, I like it. I think it it stands up against all the rest of his music as well. And and uh, what do you guys think about it? Dan, why don't you go first? Yeah, I thought this was a uh, just a great Jimmy song. I don't know if I'd put it quite up on the level of Hey Joe, which is may- maybe my favorite. That's not my favorite, but it's way up there for me. But I think it's definitely, for me, having heard Foxy Lady and Purple Haze to death, I, I would rather listen to this song right now than those. It was interesting how you could hear a little evolution in the, you know, you mentioned the 70s cop, you know, show. There's a little bit of funk, you yeah, know, which makes me absolutely. think of that. I think there's something in there. So there's a little more funk than you used to get normally from, from Jimmy. And then I thought the, uh, the sort of, um, 
tribal sounding um, percussion like the bongos or whatever that was was also a little bit of a wrinkle but yeah it's just it's a good catchy song he's singing great on it and it's got a killer solo at the end it's it's just a great song i I just really thought it was just really enjoyable hey what what were your what was your take on it the funk is definitely what i what i got out of it i don't think i put it up there with uh hey joe or all along the watchtower those those are probably my my favorite two hendrix songs and like you dan i'm I've heard Foxy Lady plenty, so I don't. I probably would rather hear this, but um, yeah, I like the uh, I like your analogy of it fitting, sounding like it can't, should be in a '70s cop show, Zach. I I definitely agree with that. It has that funky '70s vibe to it uh, that not not a t- not all of his stuff has. You know, I, I'm not a super huge Hendrix fan. Don't get me wrong; I love the uh, the hits, but I've never. Never dug deep into his catalog, which admittedly is not very deep, unfortunately. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. It was it was nice to hear something new from Hendrix uh, that I hadn't heard before. So yeah, nice, easy, easy song to listen to. Yeah, and I hadn't heard this one before either. But Zach, um, were you familiar with this one? Is that why you chose it? Because you because you knew it? Uh, I think I had heard it from listening on Rainbow Bridge, but I don't think it really stuck out. I you know tried to listen to the Cry of Love and Rainbow Bridge as okay these were potential Jimi Hendrix albums that just other people threw together after after he died and neither of them really did much for me and so it didn't stick out at the time and I think a large part of that is is the the production on Rainbow Bridge isn't that great it's very very muddled muddy uh, it i don't know if you guys listen to that version of it but it's night no, and day no. compared to the one that's on first rays of the new rising sun but i think the song itself was in a pretty close to being finished um because I, I think they were actually intending to release it as a single or, or back maybe they did around the time that rainbow bridge was coming out so it it was going to blow up before he died and then it just kind of fizzled out i think or you know people didn't really didn't mean the same thing after he was gone did did it feel like it was kind of complete to you guys it did i was surprised surprised it didn't have any of the uh the feelings of it be, ha- having to have been finished by someone else yeah it definitely felt like uh it was most of the way there if not all the way there and just waiting to be actually released. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was more polished than than many uh, Hendrix albums that were released when he was alive. Yeah, and maybe that was just him be, being more comfortable in the studio, and maybe that's just the production that they did when they had when they went at those parts to polish him up. But uh, it, it felt like a like a fully realized song that presumably is what he wanted it to sound like. Is this song good? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I agree. Up next, not next week, but in two weeks, because we're doing this series every other week right now, we're going to talk about a uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers song, Harry Green, off of the uh, Wildflowers and All the Rest album. Is that spelled like hair, uh, or is that spelled like uh, like the name? Like the name. Okay. H A R R Y, not H A I R Y. Thank you so much for clarifying that. Yeah. I, I think our, our listeners want to know the few that have held on this long. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like, uh, it's not like Forest Green or, uh, or, oh, yeah. or Olive Green. It's Harry Green. 
So it's so it's Neil Green is what you're yeah, saying. Neil Green. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, tell us what you think of the uh, Jimi Hendrix song "Dolly Dagger" in the comments. Like and subscribe. Uh, if you want more content like this, you can find everything we've done at 64tacos.com. And if you really liked it, go to buymeacoffee.com slash 64tacos and buy us a taco. Thank you for listening. I caught it on audio. <laughs> <laughs>